This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Sure, very, very welcome listeners this evening, 6.30, and we are intimacy mm-hmm. on intimacy with uh, dealing with, as we said in the introduction, dealing with our hurts, hang-ups, and habits. And in this month... Reality. And this month, Suki, what we are, <laughs> we, are we doing? Sorry, I am too quick today. Uh, yes, and this month we're going to deal with that in the uh, through the lens of a Christ-centered restoration. Mm. And what a joy we have to have Chrissy here with us. Um, Chrissy Walt- Walter. Welcome, Chrissy. Thank you. Thank you for having me and inviting me. Oh, we're so looking forward to share your story Mm. of how Christ has helped you in your process of restoration. But before we get into it, listeners, we just want to remind you, if you missed last week, Frederick and I just introduced the topic last week. You can get it on on podcasts at kpooper.zo forward slash podcast, forward slash into me, see with dashes in between. And you can go back and get the introduction to the program. In the beginning of the month, we normally tell people um, we do a basic introduction of the topic. And then we also give a little bit of a preview of who we're going to talk to and who's going to talk about what. Uh, so if you missed it, be sure that you get back to it, of course, or of course, any of the other previous mm, programs that mm. you've missed. And share it with your friends as yes, well. Yes, do, do, do. You know, Suki, I think this is so important. And, and Chrissy, I, I think w- while we are talking to you, it's going to come yeah. out how that um, Christ has been able to restore what the enemy has stolen. Um, mm. You know, yes, our yes, enemy, yes. the devil, he's he's out to steal from us mm. and to discourage us. And um, it's like a lion, yeah, always devouring. trying to pounce on us mm. when we when we need it the most, when we're the, on our weakest, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, but this is uh, so. It's such a privilege for us to have this program because. We always say to people, when it's really going bad, that doesn't end there. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. Even with, we just celebrated last month, we celebrated Easter, and when Jesus died, it wasn't the end. It was Mm. the resurrection. Mm. And when he left us to go to heaven, it wasn't the end. He's coming back to get us on the clouds. And he gave us the Holy (laughs) Spirit. Yeah. And he gave us the Holy Spirit. To empower us. And that's also something we're going to talk about as as Chrissy is going to share her story. Yeah. So, Chrissy, thank you very much from my side as well and very, very welcome. You know, you have... Thank you. uh, We said our stories don't end uh, abruptly. Um, so you had yes. a story before embarking on a Christ-centered uh, restoration journey, like most of us do. So give us a little bit of a background of um, before you started your journey. Okay. Um, well, I grew up in a, a very dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. Um, both my parents were broken people who also came from incredibly uh, dysfunctional situations. Of course, I only realized this much later on in life. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from such a dysfunctional family, I took on many of the behaviors that mm-hmm. my parents put out um, 
and took them upon myself and used them right the way through my life up until I found God. Chrissy, can you identify some of those uh, dysfunctions in behavior? Yes. Um, first of all, partying uh-huh. um, to the extreme, mm. um, getting into fights with mm. family members, mm-hmm. raised voices, mm-hmm. uh, screaming, mm. um, hitting out. Mm. And it's so common, Chrissy. If I mean, if we're honest, all of us have participated in those kind of behaviors, right? Mm, mm. And so, yes. and so many of us, we all are actually from dysfunctional families. I still want to yeah. meet a fully functional family. If you meet one, please show me. I want to learn from them <laughs> because Absolutely. because we are all all sinful people, and and somehow those sinful patterns come out in our lives, and before we know. We bump into our own brokenness. But, of course, we all have it to different extents, right? Mm, For some mm. some yes. of us, there are more yes. deceptive behavior, addictions, and, and, and for others, yes. maybe less. So, yeah, thank and, you. And you say these worked into, into your life. Yes, and of yes, course. they did. Mm. They did. They became learned behavior. Mm, mm, you mm. know, um, I thought it was normal. Yes, Mm. So, of course, because yeah, we just know so, our own life, and we think that's the way it is. Exactly. That's the way. That's where our all families are like. Let's say, but yeah, isn't, but isn't yeah. it interesting? Because I just think at school, um, I don't know what it was like for you. I mean, we all, you know, it's almost at school that we we all pretend we have the perfect families, and exactly. you know, so we all have these masks mm. that our families exactly. are good and everything is fine, but in the meantime. We are struggling with deep pain in many, many yes. families. Yes. So tell yes. us something about what happened um, when, when the change happened and how did it happen? Um, well, I, I was not expecting it at all. Mm. Um, <laughs> my brother sent me a book, um, the CR book, a book. Celebrate Recovery Africa mm-hmm. and told me to have a look at it. He had also given me some of his experience, um, testified to certain things that had happened to him. And I, I could actually hear and see that he had changed. Mm. Um, I got the book, I decided, I paged through it, I put it back on the shelf, left it there for a few months. And then one day, just out of nowhere, I picked it up. Mm. Again, and I phoned my brother and I said, how do I get into this program? Mm. And he gave me all the details. Okay, just before you get there. But up till then, were you living as a Christian or not? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I had had some really bad experiences through the church Mm. um, Mm. and through other Christian fellowship. Mm. Um, So I was completely negative. I was... don't think I was an atheist, but I I didn't allow God to have any time in my life mm, whatsoever, mm. So which was... led to drugs and alcohol and the occult and mm. just mayhem. Sure. Mm, sure. And then that is quite interesting that at that moment when you saw that book that you actually picked it up, and then what happened? I just, it was almost like, 
I, you know, at the time I didn't understand it. So there must have been a revelation. Mm. And that's what made me call my brother and say, like, how do I get into this program? I want mm. to give it a go. Mm. You also you said know? something important. You said you saw the change in your brother. And you know, Frederick and I were just talking in the previous program about God's resurrection power. How yes. we struggle with our sins and habits and hurts and we cannot change it. But something of that resurrection power had worked in your brother's life because to the extent that you could see it was different, right? Mm. And mm. You, you also were thirsty for that. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. I, I didn't, I didn't, at the time, I didn't understand how this could have happened, you know. Um, and I, I think at certain times I, I, I pushed him um, into submission, but he never submitted. Uh, uh, it was almost like the, the enemy was wanting to, using me to break him. Mm. To bait who? Your brother? My brother, yes. Okay. Mm. Oh. Um you mean to get back to his old behavior? Is that what you yes, mean? Yes, yes. Wow. I couldn't understand. Mm. Interesting. So I, but yes, so the day came and I picked up the book and got involved very quickly. What happened? So, so it's interesting for me, Chrissy, that uh, you picked up the book and I hear you say you got involved. But yes. I, I'm very interested into hearing what in that book, I mean, you weren't a Christian, and yeah, this book talks about Christ, 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 and the higher power, and what made you start yeah. uh, or get interested yes. in, in, in starting this program? Well, I, at the time, I thought in my head I was sort of um, suspicious, mm. Um and I thought, well, I'll just check it out and see mm. how far it goes mm. and I'll see how far I go in this mm. program. Mm. Um, because of my bad association with the church right. yeah. and some previous Christian fellowship, I was like, yeah, come on, guys, mm. let's see. Yeah, you know? I can understand that. But with that, I do think it's the Holy Spirit. You know, Definitely. because it's that something in you that had drawn you and mm. you didn't know why, but you were willing no. to even check it out, even though you were very skeptical about it. But there yes. must also have been something about a desperation because something, I mean, this is kind of a radical thing for you yeah. that way at all. And that's what we spoke about in the previous programs, that we need to be desperate to want to surrender, to say, I'm going to try something now. I can't do this myself. I need something. But let's talk more about this after the break. So just before the break, Chrissy, um, our guest for today, listeners, if you've just uh, tuned in, she's telling us about her Christ-centered restoration, how the Lord had taken her out from her deep hurts and hang-ups and habits and addictions, and he had brought her onto a path of restoration. And it could not have happened without Jesus. Mm. And before the program, we spoke about how the Holy Spirit had drawn her and she'd come to a place of desperation. Yeah, Suki, what is very interesting for me is that, uh, Chrissy, that you were drawn in even yes. while you were not a Christian. Mm. In other yes. words, there was some power, and we mm. know what power that is. It's the power Definitely. of the Holy Spirit that drew you into wanting to start a Christ-centered recovery journey. 
right. in, a, in a particular community. In other words, you were allowing yourself to come out of isolation and enter into a community that are filled with Christians, with Christ followers. Mm, mm. And yes. um, that must have been quite a risk for you. It was daunting. Mm. It so really tell, was. tell us about that and then how, what it, happened it, after the, that. Mm. The very first time I um, came onto the program, um, of course it was on Zoom, so I was, People were able to see me, so I couldn't hide anything. Mm. <laughs> yes. um, and I, I, I was incredibly skeptical, and I was incredibly afraid. Suddenly, mm. I was in such fear mm. um, of what these people would see in me, what mm. they would think mm. of me, mm. 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 Uh, if I was honest with them. Mm. Um, but it turned out that. I had nothing to fear. Mm. Why? Yeah. Because God was there and the Holy Spirit was working. And it was incredible. I must say, it took me, I would say, right up until the middle of the book mm. to start mm. opening up properly. But mm. maybe we just need to tell them a little bit more about the book because I think some people, she mentioned before the program that she picked up a book and then became involved in a Christ-centered recovery yeah. program. So tell them a little bit how does it work, the format and so on. Well, basically it works on the, um, it's the eight steps. Principles, um, right? The eight principles, mm. I mean. Mm -hmm. And uh, which are based on the Beatitudes of Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, and then we also do the 12 steps and their biblical comparison. Mm. So each each um, lesson that we go through is based really on the 12 steps. Mm -hmm. um, or on the eight principles, right? Or it, on it, the eight it walk, principles, it walks, yes. It's alongside mm -hmm. to each other, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and working through each of these individual lessons, just seem to open me up more mm. and more mm. and more and mm. to accept that God was there, mm. to accept that Jesus Christ was to be my Savior, mm. you know. But, but I'm um, sure yeah. in that situation had, there had to be some kind of safety. Mm. And and because you, you know, it's so hard f to trust people. I mean, how did you know they're not going to tell each other and gossip about you? Uh, what were there to protect you from that? You know, I, I came to realize through God, through the Holy Spirit, through Jesus, that these people were there for me. These people trusted me. I could trust them with my life. Mm -hmm. um, I felt so safe. Mm -hmm. I, I felt so safe and I found a friendship with every one of those people mm -hmm. that I'd never had before. Yeah. So, so what were some, Christy, what were some of the other characteristics that uh, you saw in this community that you, mm. that you entered into? Because it's in community that we find healing and in surrender. Yes. What, what are some of the other characteristics you saw in this group? I just found in the group there was trust, mm -hmm. there was uh, fellowship, mm -hmm. there was accountability. Mm -hmm. 
there was anonymity, mm. confidentiality, yeah. um, and that we were all broken pre- people. Mm. Yes, absolutely. You know, which was so important. And no judgment, and no, right? No judgment. Mm. Nobody pointed a finger at anybody. There was wow. just absolute serenity mm. in the group. Mm. Yes, it's so true. And then another thing that I, while you're talking, I'm thinking it's also where people were encouraged to to think about their own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Not to exactly. focus on each other's stuff, but no, to be and open to fix and fix one another. Exactly. So important yeah. what you're saying there, because it's so easy in a group. There's such a, a an urge for people to start focusing on each other and just giving each other advice. Did that happen in the group? No. So tell I why not? Uh, sorry. I mean, why did oh, it not oh, happen? Because when we weren't there, the the rules of the of the um, the steps of celebrate recovery is we're not there to fix one another because mm. we are not mm. medically um, we, we're not psychiatrists, we're mm. not psychologists. Um, we are there to open up to the word to God. And for God to fix us and to realize that we have to let go and let God mm, mm, at mm. the end of the day. Mm. Um, yeah. So, as I say, it, to me, the whole process is based on trust mm, yeah. and trusting in God. Mm, mm. Uh, uh, but that whole process needs to start at some point. And um, it, it reminds yes. me of Romans seven eighteen where Paul, uh, one of the apostles uh, called by the Lord Jesus Christ and following the Lord Jesus, he says, For I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For the desire to do what is good is with me, but there is no ability to do it. And, uh, And that's really speaking to me about getting to a point where I realize I cannot do this on my own. I cannot do this in my own strength. Because what I really want to do that is good, I can't do that. And what I don't want to do that is evil and wrong, I do those things. Mm -hmm. Um, How did that work in your life? I I was at a point, um, you know, my husband had removed me. We lived in Australia. and My husband had removed me from our visa and basically had me kicked out of the country. Mm. And so I returned to South Africa. And I don't think I ever dealt with the situation. Mm. Um, I came here, I was just numb. Mm. And Mm. once I got into the program, the CR program, I started to realize I need help. Mm. I'm desperate. I can't do this on my own. There, there was such an understanding in going through the lessons um, and the breakdown of those lessons mm. and, and actually having to do the homework and physically share that with other people mm. 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 about my brokenness and that I am not coping Yeah, mm. was a mm. huge revelation mm. for me. Mm. And I think in that also you started learning about your identity and your relationship with Jesus? What does it mean to have a relationship with Jesus and to take his identity and to let go of your own identity? How has that happened? You know, I, as I said to you, through the program, it was 
basically halfway through the program where I suddenly realized this, I can't, I am not God. Mm. And I need to hand, I need to hand my will over to Jesus mm. and let Jesus fix my mm. problems. Mm. Mm. Um, so that was a revelation in itself. And, and, but I must say, I felt terribly small. Mm. Um, I felt like this little nothingness, mm. you know, in this greater um, picture. Um, but I knew, I just sensed and I knew that I was going to be okay, mm. that he had me in the palm of his hand. Mm. I knew that. Mm, sure. and, I, and I knew that, you know, I, I really struggled to pray. Prayer mm. was a real struggle for me. Mm. Mm. Um, it still is today. I still mm. struggle with it. Mm. But I know that every time I open my mouth in prayer, mm. the Holy Spirit is with me. Yeah. yeah. He sprays through you. So what has yes. happened in the meantime? We just have a few minutes left, so oh, a minute or okay. two to tell us about the changes. I must say I am more serene in myself. Mm. Mm. Um, I am so involved in the Lord on a daily basis. I, I spend most of my day in prayer, which never happened before. Mm. Mm. Wow. Mm. Um, I, I am just in awe, and his grace, and he's just incredible. Mm. And for me to actually say this sort of thing compared to a year and a half ago, you know, I would have laughed if mm. somebody had said I'd be here today. Wow. wow. Isn't that mm. amazing? Mm. And also something that I know personally, because I'm also in the program, I yes. know that you ended up leading, helping to lead some of the program, and you've got your own people that you're discipling now. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm still a young Christian, mm. um, and I'm still learning. Mm. I learn something every single day. Mm. And and to be um, leading a program at the a fellowship mm. is just incredible for me, and I mm. gain so much knowledge from the other women that are in the group. Mm. And then now you have the privilege to walk with other people just like you, who maybe who struggle yes. with those things, and to guide them and to pray with them and so mm. on. That's part of Absolutely. the one-to-one -one discipleship part of the program. Yeah. And, right. that, uh, and that brings me to a scripture that I have come to mind, is Galatians yes. 6 verse 1, where um, Paul says, brothers, and he talks to sisters as well, um, when yes. somebody is caught in a wrongdoing, you are spiritual, should restore such a person with a gentle spirit. So mm. you're busy in the restoration business. Mm. So yes. as you are being sponsored and as, oh, that's another subject. And mm. as you yes. are discipling Discipled. other mm. people, you are busy restoring mm. and helping people to, to restore. Mm. And at the same time, be careful that mm. watch out for yourself so that mm. you also mm. won't be tempted. Mm. So it's not something that um, we we can stop doing. We always need to be aware of where we yeah. are spiritually mm. 
and how we can serve others. And isn't that amazing? Because I think, especially as we help others, we become more aware sometimes of those issues in our own lives, yes, eh? Yes. And how we Definitely. need to look out uh, for, because the devil is always prowling. Chrissy, oh. I wish we had another session with you. I think we need to talk more to you in the future <laughs> because it feels like there's still so much to uncover. But we will certainly do that some other time. But thank you Wonderful. so much for sharing your story of a Christ-centered restoration with us. And it's ongoing. My God bless you and listeners. Thank you. Um, please send your comments and remarks to fredericksuki at capepulpit.co.za. And if you missed any of the previous programs, remember to, to go to the podcasts and tell your friends about it. Um, till next time. Thank you. Until next time, uh, listeners, uh, thank you very much, Chrissy, for joining us. And uh, we thank wish you, you a blessed me. time. Thank you. God bless. This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.